y'all for having us this weekend. Thank you, Pastor Ship, and thank you for some of our leadership coming with us. This is a great honor for me. Yes, give them a hand. This is a great honor for me to be standing in front of you. I do pastor a church in Nashville, Arkansas, but to be with you is a great blessing to us because we came into this fellowship eight years ago, and I'm going to tell you today We have been blessed. We are blessed to know you. I hope you will be blessed with this message. And I can tell you, uh, this message is from the throne room of God. I know it is for you. And I am just so privileged. I told Pastor, I'm just so privileged that God would use somebody like me to speak into your life. And I thank you for that honor. Matthew 13, 44 is where we're going to open up this morning. Matthew 13, 44. And if you are physically able, would you stand for the reading of God's word? Matthew 13, 44, again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a treasure hid in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth it, and for the joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Father God, I just thank you for this opportunity, Lord. I just ask you to hide me behind that cross, Lord. Let my words not come forth, but your words that you have for your people. I ask that these hearts be open, these ears be open, Lord, to find a place for this seed to grow. We thank you, Jesus, that you have called us in the year 2022 to stand for you, Lord. We trust you, and we trust the leading of your spirit today, and we give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all may be seated. I heard a story about a man and his teenage son that were in the mall together. And the son said, I really need this pair of shoes. And the dad told him, he says, you need this pair of shoes and you want this pair of shoes, but you need $125 to possess those shoes. In our opening text, we find Jesus telling us about a man who found a treasure in a field so valuable that he didn't just want it, but he knew he needed it. And that meant he must possess it. There is a major difference between wanting things, needing things, and possessing things. I learned this lesson by having three older brothers. Being the baby of the family, I found out what I thought I needed or wanted was totally opposite of what I would possess. (laughs) My older brothers would get new clothes. (laughs) And I said, take care of them, because one day they would become mine. I got all the hand-me-downs. My mother taught me something about getting to go to the store with her. Just because you get to go doesn't mean you're going to take anything home with you. This is known as window shopping. <laughs> Meaning you walk around for hours looking at different things with no intention of buying anything. I bring this up because if we're not careful, then we'll find ourselves window shopping at the church house. We come, but we're not excited about being there. We're not interested in taking anything home with us. Window shoppers in the church house can be compared to the men who sit on the benches at the mall when they go shopping with their wife. They are not excited at all. And they look like the most miserable people on the planet. (laughs) And if you'll watch them for about five minutes, you'll see them look at their watch. (laughs) And you know what they're thinking. 
When am I getting out of here? The question we need to ask ourselves today. Are we ever guilty of just window shopping at the church house? If we are more interested in being blessed than blessing others, then we're just window shopping. We are more interested in what programs are offered at the church house instead of the true word going forth, then we're just window shopping. If we are more interested in people seeing us than Jesus in us, then we're just window shopping. People who are window shopping at the church house are showing they are not serious about the things of God. And now is not the time for anyone to be window shopping. Turn on the TV, search the internet, read the newspaper, and you will see that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. And if we are not careful about the things of God, we'll find ourselves on that lane also. This world lives in a state of confusion because you watch them jump on every new fad that comes down the line because they're never content. They allow other people to make up their mind instead of thinking for themselves. A believer, on the other hand, is not tossed to and fro by what is going on in the world because they are standing on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ and He has given them a sound mind. They know their days of fighting with the devil is coming to an end because they are standing on the promises of God. They know, they know for a fact that there is a crown of righteousness waiting for all those who love His appearing. You know, the church experienced some major changes during the COVID season. You may have noticed this by seeing new faces come in the church house and some faces never returning. A sad fact that happened to a lot of pastors is their biggest enemy came from the people that attended the church for years. I believe one of the reasons this happened is because they became angry. Because their entertainment God had no place to entertain. And their sporting God got put on the sideline. I know the Lord allowed this to happen. One thing that was accomplished is that he purged his church by removing some of the window shoppers. By doing this, then it has made room for the true remnant to come together and worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. I can testify that the church services at our church we pastor in Arkansas are much more different today than they were before COVID. We watched the love of God come into that place and bring unity into the body of believers. You know the love of God flowing through believers is the true sign that the Spirit of God is ministering to His people. 1 Corinthians 13 1 Corinthians 13, 1, it says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, 
I have become as a sanding brass or a tingling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profit me nothing. The Lord said that he will inhabit the praises of his people. And I see that happening right here at First New Testament Church. They were practicing up here and I was having the time of my life. They call it practice. I call it coming into the presence of God. Pastor Ship, you are a walking testimony of the grace of God. Because you have allowed the Spirit of God to pour His love out of you onto these people. I've heard it said that the body takes on characteristics of the pastor. Well, I can tell you, we feel love in this place. We are... For eight years, we've always been received here and been blessed beyond imagination. We are excited when we get the chance to come, even though I'll let you in on something. The, I've brought a couple of people down here with us and got back home, and there's no longer with us. So these two guys have signed waivers. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know, there is a major difference in a person com- coming to church and someone being the church that Jesus is building. Just like there is a major difference tw- between following the Spirit of God and following the flesh man. Before the Lord saved me, no one had to call me and beg me to come to the poker game on Wednesday night. I knew where the game was at. And those people knew there was something wrong with me if I didn't show up. We'd play poker for hours. And some nights I would win and some nights I would lose. But sometimes I'd have a hand that could not be beat. And I would tell them, I'm all in, boys. I was willing to risk all my money on this one hand because I knew I could not be beat. Well, in 2009, God revealed the best hand a man could ever receive. It's even better than a royal flush. When he revealed his hand to me, I went all in with him. Because I knew no one would ever deal me a better hand. Let me ask each of you. Have you found that the Lord is the only treasure you need? If you have, then you know Sunday mornings, Sunday evenings, and Wednesday nights are not enough to praise Him. You want to praise Him at all times because you've found He is enough. People have always searched high and low to find something that is worth a lot of money. Well, I've come to tell you, That Jesus, Jesus paid a price 
out of this world for you and me. Our salvation is priceless. Because it was paid with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We are no longer on the auction block. But we are now, we have now been placed in heavenly places. Brother Shedrick said something to me in a meeting a couple years ago that stuck has stuck with me. He told his family that he needed access to every room in the house. Because he pays the bills in that house. You know, we have now become the temple of the Holy Ghost. Which means we must allow the Spirit of God full access into every area of our life. We don't decide what is best for us. But we allow the Spirit of God to tell us what comes into His temple and what must be evicted out of His temple. We will hear His direction for our life when we stop worshiping the creature and start worshiping the Creator. Can I be honest with you this morning? The Word of God will not always give us goosebumps. But what it will do is make you into a willing vessel to be conformed into the image of Christ. My wife and I consider Pastor Ship and Sister Carla our pastors, even though we pastor in Arkansas. I tell our congregation all the time, I'm going to call my pastor. And I'm talking about Pastor Ship. They have been wonderful pastors to us. And it's not because they've always told us what we wanted to hear. But they told us what we needed to hear. I remember a phone call I made to Pastor Ship about seven years ago. And I was going through a tough time in my life. I had no answers. And I threw my little self-pity party to Pastor Ship. Hoping and praying that he'd tell me what I wanted to hear. He told me, he said, Joe, what it sounds like to me is you need to get on that cross and you need to die. I don't know if I told him goodbye. (laughs) I don't know if I hung up on him. But three days later, by the grace of God, I crawled on that cross and I died. You are blessed beyond measure to have them as leaders for you. Because they will speak the truth to you even if it may cost them friendships. Pleasing man is impossible. But you can please God. It is time for the people of God to go all in with Him even if it costs you everything that world says you need. We need to ask God to give us a hunger like we've never had for Him. This takes us selling out to the things of the world and buying into all that God has for His people. This world is not our home. So that means we're just passing through this strange and foreign land. People of the world will tell you that their future doesn't look bright at all. But for a child of God, our future is bright. Because we are following the Spirit of God into the presence of the Almighty King.
You know, gas may continue to rise, but I've come to tell you the Lord, the Lord owns the cattle and the hills they walk on. And He knows what we have need of before we ever ask. He goes before His people and He makes a way where there seems to be no way. And if He be for you, then who can be against you? The Lord is still in control because He's still on His throne. I've heard this from a minister and he's not going to be impeached and he's sure not going to resign. He knows exactly what is going on right now across this land and he's not nervous at all. Nothing catches God off guard because he knows the end from the beginning. Last night, Brother Turner said that the Spirit of God is always praying for us and I for one truly believe that statement. I stand in here tonight or this morning Because there is a Spirit of God inside of me that continues to give me the grace to walk with Him. Pastor Shipp said that in one of his biggest battles, the Lord spoke to him and said, You've already won. It's time to celebrate, even though he had to battle another two years. This means a child of God doesn't have to fear losing any battle. Because they are always on the winning side. You know, this is a great time to be a child of God living on this earth. Because the Lord is about to raise up and give a shout out of heaven. That will release the gravity that holds these bodies here. Praise and worship, would you come? I ask you this morning to allow the Lord to search yourself. Let Him search those deep things. So He can remove all the garbage out. And put our eyes on Him and Him alone. We don't walk in defeat. We walk in victory. If you are one that truly believes He has not forgot about you and He's right there with you, then I would ask you, stand to your feet and praise the Almighty God in spirit and in truth. He is the one That has called you. He is the one that's going to equip you. He is the one that will sustain you. He is the one that sticks closer than a brother. I've come here to tell you. God is for you. And not against you. He is worthy of all of our praise. He is worthy. To do whatever he needs to do in our lives. Because he knows what's best for us. I ask you to praise Him. Praise Him with a total heart. Not for you, but for Him. He's worthy.